Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People have recently clawed their way back out of the plague grave. Kim tried to put the whole family in. I'm still perplexed. I, I think I'm, I was patient zero. I, I am very perplexed how you got to be the first one to be infected. It is rather unusual. The only thing I can figure is that I have more exposure to kidlets and people at the grocery store. I don't know. And of course, I, I took the girls to the doctor's appointment. That's where I'm guessing I picked something up. I don't know. Maybe. It why did any of us get sick? Is it because you're so weak? your defenses are Cut always down you're so, so sad and you're... probably because i was the one that wouldn't let them touch doorknobs or anything while we were there remember why don't, I was making why them don't you make them times. touch the doorknobs that's what i do i was trying to keep them from getting sick before school started i treat the kids a lot like i treat uh i use them a lot like these uh dolphins for in the ocean when there's mines you know death charges and stuff they go out there see what you can find no my job is to serve and protect that's that's weak Weak sauce. If you don't have kids that you so you can throw them on the sickness grenade, what do you have them for? They're like the little canaries. Yeah, if only they were half that sweet. Anyway, well, I'm just thankful it's it's on the tail end. I feel much better. Yeah, I'm glad it's pretty much over too because it damn near fucking killed me. God, I hate why is it always worse for you than it is for me? Because no matter what happens, here's why. you always feel worse. Because usually you get it first, and uh-huh. you you take it into your cold, dark, black heart. It mixes up with your strange reptile genes that allow self-healing. You know what I'm saying? Your gecko genes that let you regrow your thumbs and shit. Mm-hmm. And so by the time it gets to me, it's like super hardy virus with a regenerating property. Uh-huh. By the time it gets to me, it's fucking bullshit. You're lucky I'm strong enough to take your diseases. God only knows what happened. It's a good thing that whenever you're running around in college, you never picked up the herps or syphilis or something. You'd have destroyed an entire civilization. Shut up. Just say <laughs> Anyway, this is episode number 635, Possum Tossin'. You'd think that story would come from Texas, but it did not. Wow. That's a shocker. I don't know. If they want to call us, or can they call us? Do you remember? It's been so long. Uh, I have to look at my notes, actually. It's 214-267-9899. That's pretty fucking sad. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You never let me down. You're the best. So it's school's begun again. We talked about that. It's all picking up. Everything's getting all fucking crazy. Yeah. And so we've begun the bullshit project portion of our lives. Only now we have two yeah. kids that are old enough to have actual real projects at the same time. That's a problem. Well, I mean, thing one and thing two were both old enough. But I think the thing about thing one is she was a little bit better usually about timing her projects. She'd work on them a little bit at a time. Wasn't always quite so much all the last minute crap. Uh, I don't know. I think if you look back, you'll find out that there was a lot of last minute crap coming out of thing one. Well, maybe. But I have been trying to pound it into thing two's head (laughs) that it would behoove her to start things the day that they were assigned. Spend a little bit of time here and there doing them so that they were completed and then she wouldn't have to stress out at the last minute. I hate that stressing out. Everybody's in a panic. Nobody can make decisions on how they want to do things. I hate that. I'm really, 
would it be possible, and I'm asking this seriously, would it be possible if I set up a nice Google Calendar for the family, for people just to record their shit on it properly? Well, it wouldn't be me. No, I'm just saying. It's the kids all they have... Can even, they can't even manage to write things down in what, their agendas when they're at school. This is what when I'm the saying. teacher says, get out your notebook and write this down, somehow... <laughs> They'll like start to write something and they'll write a portion of the assignment and then forget all the minute, important details. Well, let me ask you this. And I, I, we talked about this before. There's these live scribe pens, right? Mm-hmm. They're like $100 each. But I don't know how they, but they record whatever, whenever you start writing, they record. Do you think the thing too would have enough sense if we gave her one and said, look, anytime your teacher's talking about an assignment, Put a little note here, and it will record it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. She might. You can try. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so thing two this year is in physics. And as we know from past experience, thing one also had to do the uh, egg drop project. And this is a recurring theme in the Are We There Yet household. From kindergarten on up, it seems like every year somebody has to do something with the egg drop. And each teacher seems to tweak it a little bit. Like thing one last year had to do it with um, toothpicks only. Toothpicks and glue. Right, right. That was extremely tedious. Yeah, if only we would have known about the joy of Gorilla Glue back then. I know. That project would have been a thousand times. Totally. So thing two gets the assignment, and she can use toothpicks or um, tongue depressors or straws. Those are her three choices. And glue. Those are the only three things that she's allowed to use. And you pretty much she restrict- can use a combination of all of them. But right. And then I told you guys how to do it. Don't huh? Sort of. You guys are coming around with some harebrained shit, and I said, no, "Here's we how already to do it. had it sketched out before you even said anything." I don't know. It was me. I said, "Do it this mm-hmm. way." You guys said, "Okay," and then five minutes later, it was done. And it was—it's pretty glorious, I'll have to say. We went with only straws, right? There's no other materials involved. Right. We didn't even use glue, just straws, and she tried it out, and it worked the first time. That never happens. It was like all the who's and whoville were well, rejoicing. Okay. But look, to be fair, it wasn't the first time. This is the 60th time we've done this project. Well, it was the first time we did it with only straws <laughs> and no glue. And I even let you have a little bit of fun and take it and toss it as hard against the wall as you could. Yeah. Because it only has to drop. Well, you, it doesn't have feet. to survive like serious manhandling, which we did anyway. Oh yeah. Well, I don't. I don't like doing things. I don't like building things just to the limit that they have to be, because then the teachers will put them some fucking last minute screw to you, and then mm-hmm. you're you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thing could stand up to me holding it and throwing it at the wall. So I think that's acceptable. Yeah. So then the next thing was okay. Now this thing is completed a good two weeks in advance. Right. Now we got to put it somewhere where it's not going to get damaged or and, broken in between and she has to fake her research in her journal yeah because she because. has to have at least three entries with right. descriptions and why it failed and how you tweak the thing while it worked the first time so yeah she's, she's got to fake it a little bit but that's yeah. okay it's yeah. e- that's easy enough to do everybody does it i think that's one of the disservices that schools do to kids you know that what telling them that they're 
going to screw up? No, 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 no. I don't think they, I don't think schools do a very good job of explaining to people the actual purpose of drafts. Because, like, you and I, both when we were in school, we were like, drafts? What kind of fucking idiot yeah, needs Yeah, I know, because I think all the problems through in my head, and then I write it down on paper. Right. But as I've, as I've gotten older, I begin to understand more of the intent behind drafts that nobody ever explained to me, or ways to use them to do things properly. Nobody ever explained it. It kind of irritates me that I, you know what I mean? Mm, I it's, like, so. it's like a lot of things in school. They tell you to do something, but they don't explain to you why or give you any of the mechanics of it. They just go do this, write it four times, and pretend like you made changes. Well, that's not you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's very annoying. So anyway, we got the egg drop thing done, and then mm-hmm. now thing three's got some stupid fucking Michael She's got Jackson three project. projects. No, 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 no. It was not assigned as a Michael Jackson project. She was given free reign to do an independent study. And the topic just had to be a legacy. It could be right. anybody, anything that you wanted to do this research project on. And, of course, she's, like, jumping at the chance to do Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, here comes the glove, you know. Mm-hmm. At least she's not wearing it all the time, but she's just got to gotta stick it in there. So, yeah, I mean, the, the glove is included in this project. You should never talk about Michael Jackson's gloves and then sticking it in anywhere. That's gross. Cut it out. I just don't think the teacher's prepared for the Michael Jackson love fest that's about to unfold. These teachers, we've had all these teachers before. Thing three is the third of our children to have these particular teachers. And I have the same problems with these teachers every year. They're not very specific in their assignments. Everything's real fucking nebulous and hippy-dippy fucking lame. You know what I mean? They don't explain what shit's supposed to be. They don't right? explain to you what a good, they don't give you some options. They just go, just go do this. Because they don't care. You know that, right? I really don't think they care. Well, I think she wants to see how much effort people are going to put well, forth when saying. they are making their own choices. One of their teachers, one of the teachers just wants them to do a lot of work, regardless of what the outcome is. If it looks like you put a lot of effort to no, it and you dragged your whole family into it, then she's happy. Mm-hmm. The other teacher just wants all the kids to like her and be her friend. So that she can have friends like she never had when she was in school, right? Cut it out. Yeah, right. Well, I think I think the one teacher is going to be kind of surprised when she opens the Michael Jackson box and finds. I think any teacher would be surprised to open the Michael Jackson. <laughs> finds box. a glove. Yes. And a monkey. A monkey. And a baby. And a blanket. Yeah, ba- blanket baby. How come <laughs> of all the things that could go in the box. How come Blanket doesn't have a blanket <laughs> over It's his not face? on there yet. Okay. We had a naked yeah. baby and we put we put clothes on him and now he's going to have a blanket glued to his head. But my, my <laughs> problem with all this stuff is it's too many fucking projects. We it just, is a we lot. just put it on the fucking table right now. I, I And they're all they're all more complicated than these kids can actually handle on their own. Right? Like if you leave them their own mm. devices, you would get a bunch of fucking bullshit. So she has to know that parents are getting dragged into the stuff. So back off. Of course. I think that's part of the plan, though. They really, really want parents to be involved. I don't want to be that involved. This is our third kid. I think we did enough. First two was enough. We proved we well, could be good Well, we're seasoned enough that we have at least a majority of supplies on hand. Really? Because I had to go spend $50 to get supplies for You didn't for spend this. $50 Pretty on close. just that stuff. Pretty close. You, whatever. Pretty close. I'm just saying, for the most part, anytime they want to do something, we got it. Except for the $50 worth of supplies I had to buy for a box today. Kids are too expensive. I want to cut them off. 
They are expensive. You think we can just stop? That's not a mystery. What happens if we stop feeding them and clothing them and stuff? What's the worst that could happen? It'd be happen? very cranky. I did not go grocery shopping last week because I was sick. Oh. And I oh thought the whole world was going to shut down because people were actually having to, you know, like eat cereal okay. for breakfast. Wait, wait. You didn't go shopping last week. And the week before mm. that, you did very minimal shopping. Okay. So that's yes. like three weeks you didn't actually shop. We did pretty well fending for ourselves on the food front until, until the last the pantry couple was days. Like literally was, bare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't act like we weren't trying to fucking figure it out. We got to a point <laughs> when there was no food. There was some food. No, like, there was like a package of crackers that had been opened <laughs> right, for about a month. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, there was a package of saltines the kids opened and then didn't close properly. So now they're no good. <laughs> All the stuff that everybody's been avoiding <laughs> until the last possible minute. Right. And now suddenly when it's the only option, you're thinking of ways to make it edible. Again. Well, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, I'll have a sandwich. I was like, oh, I have all the stuff to make a sandwich. I don't have any bread. Right? I can have a bowl uh-huh. of soup. Oh, we've just got fucking ramen soup. We don't, I mean, it was just, it was one of those things where it really was just fucking annoying. <laughs> so I'm glad you got off your lazy ass and went and got food <sighs> today. Wow. Just for that, I'm not going to do the news. Well, just this is going to be your turn. You don't get to have your second hamburger You get to tomorrow. do it. You don't get to have your second hamburger I want to hear you read the news. Today. I'm not reading this. It's not happening. News with Kim. Students at one high school in Utah better hustle to get to class on time or they'll be slapped with a fine. A new policy went into effect this week at East High School in the Salt Lake City School District. If student if a student walks in late, they will be fined $5. But they also have the choice of serving a half-hour detention instead of paying up. I'm good with that. I think that's fair. $5? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure how much of a deterrent that is. Oh, it's... They'll be fined five dollars or what? Or half hour. What attention. if you stack it all up? Or half you hour. You say attention. I'll choose the fine. How about I pay it in twenty dollar increments? So I got three coming. When I hit twenty, I'll pay up. All right, so make it make it more expensive. Make it twenty dollars a time. Up to twenty bucks. Twenty bucks or two yeah, hours just, of detention. Well, yeah, I don't know. Because your problem is it's not enough of a, a punishment. So make I it don't twenty think bucks. It is. You're right. So make it twenty bucks. I'm not sure how they can enforce it. Is what I'm saying. They're going to fine them $5, and, and they have to pay by when, or what happens. They can't come back to class till it gets paid. And that's a deterrent for the kid? Not really. All right, so we just we shoot just them. Just saying, if, they're, okay. if they don't really give a crap if they're coming in late or not, they probably are going to take it as like a free day. So they'd be able to shoot them in the knee with a nail gun then. The reason why I don't like this is because it happens way too fucking often, and it's very disruptive to class. And I don't think, I think if you're, or you should just do like, here's what I think. If you're late, they should just lock the door and you don't get credit credit for that class today. And eventually you won't, you know, you'll get fucking. Well, the problem is, is who, who is being punished there? I mean, okay. Detention. Sure. That's going to be actually a hardship for the parents. It's really about sticking it to the mom and dad. Okay. Because you know why? Nine times out of 10, the kids like, cause the mom and dad were too fucking not okay to get them there. Mom's sleeping off her lady's fucking crank binge. There are plenty of kids that walk to school or their parents drop them off and they're dilly-dallying around outside, okay, messing around with Ultima- their friends. Ultimately, it is the parent's responsibility to make sure the kid gets to school on time. If your kid is being a fuckhead and not going into class at the appropriate time, mm-hmm. then you beat him. If the kid is like my nephew, 
And he wakes up in plenty of time to get to the school bus, but chooses to play Halo instead of actually getting on the fucking bus. Yeah, gets up at 5.30 in the morning just Correct. to play games. Then it's mm-hmm. the mom's job to beat his ass until he mom's does what's proper. Mom's not there. Mom's at no, work. she's not there right then. Mom's job is to beat his ass until he understands that if I don't get on the fucking bus, I will get my ass beat. You yeah, see what I'm saying? But, I know, but it always turns out into a pain in the butt for the parents. Yes, and if you raise your kids properly, they won't fuck you like this. Mm. The the reason why you poke the parents is so that they understand they need to start poking the kid with a stick too. How many parents around here do you know that just really don't give a shit? Well, I I understand. You got that, kids but... at our school walking to fucking school with a pit bull for Christ's sake. <sighs> I know it's not the pit bull that's the problem. Because the pit bull, honestly, seems relatively sweet. Until the day he's not. Well, it's what the kid whispers to the pit bull when he's standing there at the bus stop. That's a problem. The kid ain't right. And eventually he's going to figure out how to make the dog mean. The dad's not right either. You know what I'm saying? Eventually you're going to have these kids, this fucking pit bull is going to go apeshit. And then what's going to happen? Then I'm going to have to take the dog, kill it with a hammer, go to their house, kill the dad with a hammer. What? Sometimes you got to kill shit with a hammer, Kim. Just saying. During one of my fevered states, whenever you, after you infected me with this horrible plague, that's what I discovered. That's one of my Cut moments. It out. My moments of enlightenment was sometimes shit's got to die by a hammer. Uh, no. Well, the problem with this pit bull, too, the kid is the schizophrenic kid that we've talked about before. And he kneels down and he's like talking to the dog real sweetly. He goes, hey, buddy. Okay. I want you to go home and I want you to bark at my sister. And if you see my dad, Make sure you bite him really hard. I'm See, thinking, what okay. The hell? <laughs> and like I said, the parents are being douchebags and they need to be punished. Dexter needs to pay him a visit. Well, I, I don't think the parents are all that fabulous either. In fact, I know they are not, but it is a little spooky. See, we got to move. There's too many people like that around here. We got to move someplace nice. Well, it's bad enough that thing three even noticed what he was saying and she's just like raising her eyebrows like, Mom. And that pit bull insists on following me home every day. Although you did res- rescue me one day. Well, I don't understand why you don't just deal with the pit bull. Hello? What am but I going to do? I, okay, Yell yeah. at it and no. antagonize it? No. It's, that pit bull's not it's, that big. It's skittish. It's not that big. Wear your Doc Martens one day, and when the dog starts giving you shit, kick it in the chops. It'll leave you alone after that. Whatever. Seriously. Right. You it got... has big, huge jaw. Have you looked at your thigh? You could kick a, a wall over. You are fucking tough. Don't be afraid of a dog. If it jumps at you, just grab it on either side of the neck and fucking... Sure, sleep. okay. I did not train you for you to be such a pussy. Come on, straighten up. God. If you read my zombie apocalypse book, you'd understand how to deal with the dog. You know what I'm saying? Vanessa's telling you you should poison it. Can't say that she's wrong. I'm a bad person. Sorry. Cut it out. I'm very excited for Dexter tomorrow, though. Yeah, I know you are. By the time you listen to the show, you will have had a chance to watch season four, episode one of Dexter. Season four, right? I think so. Man, so excited. I hope it's good. That's all I can say. I don't know how you top the end of last season. You know what I'm saying? It's very I know, but don't torture yourself uh, over it. I know I'm just saying, but it's how you know you know what I mean? That is a tough fucking hurdle to jump. Now I know why I know, the guy but they've done a fabulous job up to now, so I'm not too I concerned. Know, but I know that's why the guy who ran the show left. You know, the guy who'd ran it for the first four seasons. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he saw that and said yeah, my work here is done. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, you guys, good luck with this. See, I'll see you later. Next story. Some conservative members of the Texas Board of Education 
assert that the history books used in this state have a pro-Islamic bias and they are upset about it. Never shy about wading into the culture wars, they are planning to vote Friday for a resolution that would send a blunt message to textbook publishers. Do not present a pro-Islamic, anti-Christian version of history if you want to sell books in one of the nation's largest markets. The purpose of this resolution is to ensure that there is a balanced treatment of divergent groups, Gail Lowe, the chairwoman of the board, said. In the past, the textbook have had some bias against Christianity. Now, okay. I really think that all textbooks should have a, all, all history books, right? Mm-hmm. Should just have a section called bad moments in religious history right and you just take all of the evil shit that all the major religions have done and you just you just put it there everything there the crusades all the bad stuff yeah you put the crusades and the witch trials and all that shit there under christianity for muslims you've got the whole part where they went ape shit and took over the mediterranean and tried to enslave everybody the whole levant thing put that in there jewish people ever do anything bad so then you'll have you know a whole generation of atheists not necessarily atheists but they need to understand nobody's hands are clean once you start talking about religion eventually if you put religion in history you will get to a point where the religion did something not nice well i mean that's true it's it's entirely true but here's the thing you know if texas decides that they're really going to be bullish about well everybody else just has to get in fucking well exactly that's what i'm saying it's gonna they're gonna be making the rules for everybody else and i i really think that's one of the things that's a problem with the way textbook stuff works that's why i wish they would go to to ebooks for textbooks because then they could they could change them without it being a big deal you know what i'm saying you'd have you know american history texas edition where the south won the civil war and texas is still an independent republic i've been hearing way too much of that shit down here too i know it's because they're but they buy into it I, but i'm saying i'm hearing way too many people saying we should just go back to being the I Republic know. Of Texas. it's like stop stop now yeah, then, I don't know. rick perry it, I, I, let me tell you this you guys think that george bush's president was bad you should see who our governor is now rick perry makes george bush like this look like the smartest guy in the history of the universe Every picture of Rick Perry, even his promotional pictures that his own staff puts out, he looks like a fucking hooting gibbon. He's, he's always got this fucking look where he's got his mouth half open. He's going, uh, uh, like he's fucking surprised that he's doing, has a thumb. He's always looking at his hands. What are these for? hate that guy. So I don't know. If Texas does, what, what would you do if Texas did decide that it was just going to become its own oh place? Oh, my God don't know i think we'd have to move a bad day for mexico i'll tell you that i would not want to be mexico if texas ever decides it's gonna break away because they're gonna go you know what we want we need this part of the country too sorry mexico i don't know this this really makes me want to take a peek at the girls history books i know what they're talking about i know exactly what they're talking about because it can't turn into a big fucking controversy last year there's a whole section in one of the school books that they use that talks about contributions of the middle east to like math and science and shit. Mm-hmm. Did so you know what for you're saying while, is that in their efforts to be all encompassing and unbiased, they're actually going a little too far the other way. Well, that, okay. I'm not, and I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this without sounding like a fucking loony. A lot of countries or regions, ethnicities, religions, however you want to look at it, have lobbying groups. Okay. 
that go they take great pains to make sure you don't present their country in a not nice way and a lot of times they get shit slipped in there like the idea that muslims invented math and stuff which okay i understand they did contribute a lot to math and science before one day they all went ape shit crazy and started beating their women and putting burkas on everything they could find so that they wouldn't want to fuck it and then you have somebody like that addresses the u.n well and, and, and says that 9 11 we did it on purpose that's not that's not what he said you're talking say his name uh, i don't know who, who well is. you're not allowed to talk about it if you can't say his name it was the guy from iran what is his name i didn't bring it up so I don't. oh my god it. you don't know his name Mahmoud Akhmanadinejad. <laughs> yeah, see i'm not gonna say it anyway Just call him what, he, what he actually Close said enough. that's not nice that's not his name what he actually said was that most people in America believe that the American government did 9-11 themselves, which is, I don't think it's true. I don't think most people believe that. I think there's a, a certain group of French people that believe we did stuff. I think there's a larger group of people that believe we knew about it and allowed it to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For as an excuse to do a bunch of crazy shit. But, you know. Well, I'm just saying, as far as the textbook people, they're bending over backwards trying to show people a positive light, and then somebody comes along and opens their mouth. Right, right. And throws it all in the toilet. Right, but I don't, know, I don't know how you give kids an unbiased view of the whole wide world anyway. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't have any oh, frame of fucking God. reference. that you, yeah. you explain shit about what happened in the Middle East 500 years ago. Hey, the kid's like, whatever. Well, here's the thing, too. At some point, I hope, as they continue their education, they will find divergent points of view. And at some oh, point, yeah. they have to make their own decision about what they believe is right and wrong. Well, and I, you have to be careful, too, because if you get you go too pro-American in the middle school and the kids get to college and all of the fucking radical liberals that teach at colleges are like, America is worst. You should we should all be more like Iran. Then they'll be confused. They won't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Next story. Okay, this one, I think, is pretty cut and dried. At least. I don't know. I think there's I think you can argue argue either side of this. Great. An animal welfare group says it plans to talk to a school in New Zealand which held a possum tossing contest. The possums, four-legged, squirrel-like marsupials, were dead when they were hurled through the air by students. But there have been complaints that the contest at Coleton School in Manawatu was unacceptable and encouraged students to mistreat animals. How are they mistreating them if they're already dead? Okay, I, I got, who provided the possums? Here's, here's a couple other things. I think referring to a possum as a squirrel-like animal Mm-hmm. is going to confuse the shit. That's why the first time they actually do meet an opossum, which is a disgusting creature. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody goes, I think squirrels are much cuter. Right, I mean, somebody goes, hey, I got a possum. You want to see it? And they go, yeah. And they're like, okay, well, that's nothing like a squirrel. That's like some kind of scabby fucking evil monkey thing. That is true. That like maybe right. a hairless squirrel. No. They have hair that's gross. Yeah, but they're, they don't they're look like it. You know what I mean? filthy and matted and nasty. And yeah, these are already dead. Who cares? And but not, how did they get dead? How does any? They like round does, them all up and then they clubbed them on the head and they said, it, "Okay, let's toss them." What is the point in tossing them? Is it like a big beanbag toss sort of thing? You grab it's like is a, it like Red Rover? Or we're like, tossing it back and forth and we're flipping it in between it's like a hammer throw. You grab it by the tail, you spin around, and you throw it. So you throw it the front. Do heads pop off? Do no, tails come off? Gonna, if you're twisting no. it around and stuff, come on! You're not twist around. I said it's like a hammer throw, not like wringing a chicken's neck. I mean, neck. that's gross. What is the point? Yeah, who cares? Can't They're they possums. replace it with something else? 
it wouldn't be called the possum toss then what it would be how long has this been going on I really didn't think we were going to have to do a deep dive on the history of possum <laughs> well, tossing. Like so a generational really thing, and now people finally, after 400 years, they're finally speaking up and saying, no, I don't think we should do well, this. Well, part of the problem is, you know, possums aren't native to Australia or New Zealand. How weird is that? So what do they do? Ship them in? Well, it's like anything else. People are stupid. I'll send them some because I really don't like them. Animals get moved over there, and it's not a, not nice. And so they're kind of a pest that nobody wants. So I think they're just teaching kids, throw the possum over the ocean. Get it out of here. Nobody wants to see it anymore. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't see any problem with a possum toss. It's a big deal. Well, it's kind of gross. Yeah, who cares? I don't, it's a possum. I don't know. I just I think maybe if I understood the intent, if it was just is it just a game? Here's the intent. We're throwing a possum to see you can throw it the furthest. I know. Is there why, a why, prize? Why are you looking for some kind of We just kind of like ooh, look at the pile of dead possums. I don't understand Yay. why why you're looking at such a deep significance for this. <laughs> I like to think things happen for a reason. Okay, let me put it Okay, look at it this way. When we were growing up, how many people did you know that were in 4-H? Well, a lot. What is the ultimate result of 4-H? Selling your animal. A bunch of dead animals turned into food, right? Or or some of them get used for breeding. But mostly they get chopped up in eggs. Oh, yeah, sure. You don't think about that part. Because they're actually raising them. They're not sitting there. Well, I mean, I can't really say that because some of them do participate in the slaughter. Nice try. I mean, this they're not being consumed. At least the, the 4-H, the animal possum. is being raised for consumption. This dead possum is being, possum put, to, is it's mo- being put to is, use. It's, it's being not. Used as a, it's there for sport, toy. and it, then it's wasted. So what's the point? All right. Well, you clearly don't understand. I don't. Have you ever thrown a possum? No. You, well, you I'm not touching them. You don't they're understand gross. the joys of throwing they're a They're ugly, possum, and they're right? disgusting. I hate them. I have never seen a cute one. I'm sorry. Maybe, well, I take that back. Maldrick's one of our listeners has a baby say, one. That one was pretty cute. I don't like the grown-up ones. I've only the problem is I've only ever seen possums when they're being vile and disgusting, well, and they're exactly someplace right. they don't belong. They're fucking. They got shit coming out of their eyes. They're hissing and fucking rolling around, being all stinky. Nobody needs that. Gross. All right, I think you've exhausted this topic. Why is the dog ah, barking? Fucking dog. Then a call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. I'm going to throw our dog. I would, except for her <sighs> tail is too short. I couldn't get a good grip. Yeah, Maybe true. I could hold her by her back legs and give her a nice flip. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being our sponsor. Don't forget, you can juice as we read at combo. First on podcast.com. Leave us a review at iTunes. You know what to do. All right, Cam. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. <laughs>